Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. What's wrong with the beer we got, Tim? What's wrong? It drink pretty good, it drink don't pretty it? Pretty good, <laughs> don't it? That's right, that's right. Hey, welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are craft beer for the, uh, we're radio for the local craft beer movement, and I'm Aaron Williams. I'm Tim Dennis. On this episode, we've got a great show for you. We have Mr. Brian Roth over here joining us. Brian, well, thanks for joining us. Cheers, thanks for having me. From Athens, Georgia's Southern Brewing Company, they have just celebrated their very first anniversary. Uh, we'll talk about uh, two new breweries in the event you don't want to miss. And we'll also cover our whale of the week. That's right. We got a big one. So uh, yeah, I may have noticed, by the way, top of the show, very beginning, we changed our music up a little bit. I just want to rant a little bit about that because yes, in what a radio, pain. it's a pain because in radio we do have what's called the BMI ASCAP license, and we can call, we can use what I Is call that regular ASCAP? music, ASCAP. Okay, you just said ASCAP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we can use what we call regular music here on the radio on air. But if you post it to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, they will ding you for it. So we have made the executive decision to kind of transfer us from real music to what I call fake music that kind of sounds like real music. So hopefully the Facebook bots will not get us. We've been kicked off Facebook and YouTube a few uh, times just for the music we have in the background. Yeah. And it's quick. Their bots are quick. Like, as soon as it's done uploading, it's like, your video is right. Your video has been removed. So is it, is it's it like, like the, the back the, the backtrack song? Like when you do a yeah. karaoke for like a Black yeah. Crows song? Yeah. They'll, 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 the algorithm will match it. Yeah. Exactly. So again, the beauty of uh, being in radio is that I do have a very vast library of what we call DRM-free or, 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 or rights-free music, and I've got plenty of that. So, so hopefully I can do and the best for those we can. No, we tried to showcase local artists we did. On, on our show. So, But Facebook messed us up. So no. thank you, Facebook. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> thanks, Mark. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah, thanks, right. Mark. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. In the studio, like we said, we've got Brian Roth from, uh, from uh, Southern Brewing Company in Athens. And, of course, uh, Tyler Nelson from Green Flash and Alpine is with us today. Green Flash slash Alpine. Yeah. Yeah, good, good West Coast stuff. We'll talk to them in just a second. But, uh, hey, uh, you've got some good lists here on your uh, what you have what you had this week. So what did you have to do? So I went, uh, I went last weekend to uh, The Nest up in Kennesaw. Nice. Little time. That's a football day special. They did something called The Longest Yard, Aaron. And this was a, a, a yard of smoked sausage. They bring this thing out on a huge tray. So yeah, it was. Went up okay. there with uh, four friends. Took five of us to, to eat this thing. But uh, while we were there, we enjoyed some delicious craft beer. So I tried Mexican cupcake. Okay. Which uh, you familiar with that beer? I'm not. Is that a Westbrook? So it's or is it's it a Westbrook. A, yeah. So it's a, a session version of Mexican cake. So I went up there and tried that. Enjoyed that one. I tried uh, passion fruit pinner, which I've mentioned before. I love passion yeah. fruit in these beers. Uh, their you know their uh, their IPAs are pretty bold. You know pretty Definitely. pretty uh, dank and, their and bitter. Their are bold. Yeah, and this kind it kind of killed off the the passion fruit side of mm-hmm. things. But you know nice and uh, dry county brewing. Yeah, opened they this week. Went to a preview there. They, they opened up uh, just this first weekend for tourists, and they are now Georgia's newest brewery there. 
So congratulations to them. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so what'd you do this you week, know, Aaron? I was in a stout mood this week. Uh, you know, we mentioned uh, last week, and of course, <laughs> on Facebook, uh, we posted uh, that Summit's uh, my local, one of my local mm-hmm. beer bars in Snellville, having their 23rd anniversary, uh, brought up a ton of kegs out there. They've got a great list. So check out uh, beerguysradio.com for that list. So first day of that on September 1st, I tried uh, Bourbon County. Stout BCBS. Uh-huh. Uh, they had the. Good. They left that out uh, from the previous distribution, so they were able to tap that. So that was. Was I mean, this this year's or was, was this the seller version? It was okay. this year's, and right. uh, I didn't get a chance to, to do it because I really don't like standing in long lines. I so I didn't yeah. didn't uh, partake. It's this a year. great beer. I mean, you know, hard to argue with that. I, so. I, I hate to say it, but yeah, it is right? absolutely yeah. delicious. So, and speaking of also uh, delicious, but I hear beer, there's a brewery in Athens that's going to have a nice bourbon barrel stout. I'm looking so forward to that. We'll have so, to talk yeah. to somebody right, about that. Yeah, but also to a dark true stout out of Boulevard, one of my favorite stuff nice, that good. too. I yeah. really enjoyed that one. So pretty quiet for me. My wife has got me on a diet, so I have to uh, really curtail my craft beer drinking. Salads and, and <laughs> grains. It is the worst. That's so, grains. Just have grains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is my car. I'm carb loading for today, so right. I'm happy about that. So uh, so that's what uh, what we had this week. How about you guys? You guys have anything of note uh, to drink this week? Mm, give me. Uh, come back to me in a second. I'll do that. Okay. Thank you. Yes. How about you? Yeah, actually, um, the kind of the way I drink. Uh, you know, I was um, thinking the other day, or re-listening, I guess I should say, to the uh, one y'all did with the, at Brickstore Pub yeah. uh, with Ryan Skinner and, and Dave Blanchard. And, and uh, Ryan and I definitely agree on a certain thing, and, and that's that one of the ways I like to drink a lot is in kind of beers I appreciate are super repeatable beers. Uh, okay. Or, or yeah. that, that I find um, that, you know, you can't hide behind styles like, like a really good Pilsner, Pilsner exactly. or Oktoberfest and Meritson, something like that. Um you know, he he was talking a lot about Bebo and stuff like that, and uh, and the so styles like that are the ones that I'm yeah a, a, a bourbon barrel aged stout or a hyper soured beer or something like that is going to be delicious pretty much regardless of whatever you do to <laughs> it. You can you can try to mess it up and it's still not going to get you know it's still going to be tasty probably. Um, but I had the uh, Napoleon Complex from Wicked Weed. Yep. Holy cow, that's great, isn't it? it? it, yeah. it, it when was the last time you? Drank a pale ale and was like, "That's an exciting beer," mm-hmm. and it was. It was. It was yeah. very, very good. I had that on tap several a couple months ago. I just, I really loved that and, one and too. You know what, yeah. for, for whatever it is about me, and I, and I don't probably my disposition, but I, it it takes an extra amount of excellence for me to give something praise that you know everybody else is praising anyway. Right. Like sure, it doesn't. It you doesn't, don't want to buy into the hype train too right. easily, and, and, right? And everybody knows Wicked Weed is a phenomenal brewery. So when you drink a Wicked Weed. At least for me, it's like, well, I know this is going to be really good, but for me to come out outright and say that beer is the thing that blew me away last week, that means it was even, even that much more beyond awesome. what I expected it to be. Exactly. Right. So. Nice. So, hey, listen, I'm going to have to make a uh, call here on Audible because uh, we're going to have to go to headlines real quick because we're running out of time in this first segment. We've got a special interview coming up, so do it. What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Extra, extra, read all about it. Time for headlines. Sponsored by Your Pie Perimeter in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center across from Perimeter Mall. And on the phone line with us right now is one of Alabama's newest breweries. It's Green Bus Brewing out of Huntsville. Jason Sled is with us today. So congratulations on the opening uh, there, Thank Jason. You. Yeah, you've, uh, you've had a pretty busy uh, couple of weeks, couple of months, I guess, right? Uh, we've had a busy year. Uh, we uh, leased a 150-year-old building in downtown Huntsville that needed a complete renovation inside. We ripped everything out, um, including the floor structure and everything, and redid every bit of it, all the electrical, all the plumbing, and we did 95% of it ourselves. So it's been a long road to get here, but uh, last Thursday we opened the doors and we're finally selling beer. Can you tell us a little bit about the brewery, what size your brew house, how it's set up, your tasting room and such? 
Yep, we've got a uh, brew house upstairs. We got a two-story building. Brew house is upstairs in the back. It's a one and a half barrel. We're using uh, 55-gallon stainless steel drums. We got two one and a half barrel fermenters and a three barrel fermenter, um, and a one and a half barrel bright tank. Um, Walk-in cooler is also upstairs, and then we pipe the beer down to the tap room from up there. So we were at least smart enough not to try and carry full kegs down the stairs. That's probably a good thing. Uh, you have to hire like you know some rugby yes. players or something for your for your. Uh, <laughs> For your, for your guys to work that down. So, uh, you know, again, uh, you said it's a very long process, a lot of sweat equity putting in this uh, in this uh, brewery. Tell us about the process. What are some of the things you learned uh, by doing this? We learned a lot about building codes. Um, our <laughs> okay. building originally had two full floors, and we learned about building codes. We learned about fire codes and egress and all that kind of good stuff. We'd originally wanted to put the brewery on the first floor, but that would have created an industrial area out the back door, and we couldn't have customers going through there. So. That's why the brewery ended up on the second floor, so we could have two exits and more people inside. Um, we learned a lot also about just working through the TTB process, getting the uh, TTB, app, TTB applications filed, and then following that up with the Alabama's uh, beverage control application, which all in all was not that difficult. Um, that's just the beginning, though. Then you got to start filing the tax forms, and it is ridiculous <laughs> you get to learn about all the stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with making beer right exactly yeah exactly and there's and maybe not surprisingly but there is a lot of it and um you know the, the federal government wants to check every two weeks so we got to stay on top of that gotcha so what are you uh what are some of the beers that you're offering right now jason oh let's see we got six beers on tap right now the uh, most popular has turned out to be a tiramisu milk stout chocolate coffee milk stout um, followed by Irish bread, excuse me, Irish red, and then we have a blonde ale um, coming in at third. Then after that, we have mosaic honey wheat, a hibiscus pale ale, and there's one more that's escaping me. I brewed it, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Too many right to now. remember, right? I was right? just going to say, you've, you've been quite busy. I can totally understand that. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, um, you know, again, you kind of had a soft opening over Labor Day weekend. Uh, you're officially opening later in the month, correct? Our official grand opening is October 1st. We're playing a big party and cutting the ribbon and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we're going to be open Thursday through Sunday uh, every weekend uh, throughout the month. September, um, kind of figuring out what hours work best for us and everything, but most folks will be able to find our current hours on the Facebook page, but right now it's looking like Thursday through Sunday. So Facebook's probably the best way to get a hold of you? So we've got a contact number on there. I'm pretty good about answering messages during the day, and we try to keep that info up to date. Jason, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Wish you best of luck, and we'll have to get over there and visit you soon. We're looking forward to it. Thanks, Jason. Excellent. All right, that'll do it for the first segment of the Beer Guys radio show, and we are going to be back talking with Brian Roth of Southern Brewing Company out of Athens, and that's coming up next on Beer Guys Radio. Beer BeerGuysRadio.com is our website. We'll be back right after this. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way you're getting a different menu every day check it out truck and tap in downtown woodstock truck and let them know that the beer guy sent you 
Hey, it's Aaron. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest sponsor. It's Hopspot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Now, there's a lot of tours out there, but what makes Hopspot Beer Tours different? Well, you get exposure. There's more to Atlanta craft beer than just breweries. A Hopspot Beer Tour gives you the who, what, where, and when to craft beer right here in Atlanta and the state. Education. Whether you're a native, a transplant, or a visitor, you'll always learn something new. And connection. Hopspot connects you to guests, local breweries, and businesses to create those lasting relationships. We invite you to check out what makes Hopspot different. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HopspotATL, and of course, visit HopspotBeerTours.com. Use promo code BEERGUYS10 and receive 10% off your order. Hopspot Beer Tours. Hop on, get connected. That's HopspotBeerTours.com. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, back to the Beer Guys radio show. I I was told that I could listen to the radio at a reasonable volume. All right, we're back at the Beer Guys radio studios, hanging out, having a good time. Beautiful day in the ATL. It is always a beautiful Beautiful day in the the A. Absolutely, and it's even more beautiful that uh, we are here with Brian Roth, brewmaster, owner, chief bottle washer. Yeah, Yeah, brewer, janitor. Uh, all around, many hats, face, yeah, show model, whatever you that, right? Exactly, exactly. So yeah, we're here with the, uh, he's the, uh, the again the owner brewmaster of uh, Southern Brewing, also uh, with Tyler Nelson from Green Flash and Alpine, uh, we should say too. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking with those guys first. But uh, I see some beers. You do, there. I do. So let's go ahead and get into the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. One. It's the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. <laughs> Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. There's a lot of deliciousness in Do you, you want to know what we've got for you over here? I do because so I'm I gonna, see some Brian, of it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to list the names of these and then I'll okay. let you tell about the one we're drinking. So I'm currently drinking War Pig. And our next beer of the week we have there from their Southern Woodpile series. We actually got three from the Southern Woodpile series. We have Piedmont Special, Strawberry Cecil. The raspberry, and we have one that is not released just yet, the Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels, which is releasing 18th. Is that 18th. right? Yeah, and that, that's so. a blended bottle, and then we have a single bottle. That, uh, that's a single barrel bottle. release, yeah, right? That, okay. That, bo- that barrel was just beautiful, so we wanted to... Yeah. You know, Tim, sometimes our job is really awesome. It is. Yeah. So those are our truck and tap beers of the week. <laughs> sometimes so, or always? Uh, I think always. Usually always. So, yes, we don't want to gloat too much, so we're yeah, like, yeah. sometimes, you know. Days so. ending in Y. Yes, exactly. exactly. Still Brian technically can, work somehow, right? It's work. I mean, we get a call at that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian, you want to tell us about uh, War Pig that we're drinking right now? Yeah, War Pig was uh, a beer that I put together when I left the distribution side uh for a guy that helped teach me a lot. He was a good friend of mine, owned the distributor I was at. And our first beer trip together was to the West Coast. We took a road trip from San Francisco in a car all the way up to Portland, Oregon, and hit every brewery that we possibly could on the way up. And fell in love with like a really good dry kind of West Coast style. A lot of lot of forward citrus uh, notes. Um, so I, I did that kind of as a, hey, thanks for... For everything that we did together and everything I learned and and then I told him that once we got things settled down to the brewery and I got good hops contracts we'd bring that beer out so that's the first beer in our Athens IPA series which is a an IPA series that every three months will rotate into a new double IPA the next one's going to be a true New Zealand IPA called Maui um, and then we're going to do a true northeastern IPA not the new northeastern IPAs that are kind of blowing up mm-hmm. everything right now we'll do that later this will be kind of a traditional 
so what is a traditional Northeastern IPA? Kind of, kind of where IPAs were originally before that was going on and getting everyone excited, like pre-heady topper kind of days. So, so less of a juice bomb. And exactly. More of yeah, not cloudy, more, yeah. not hazy. So now we've more got... More pine, more... Okay. You know, a little more English almost. So we've got West Coast... Pine. East Coast, Northeast traditional, Northeast Nouveau. Yep, yep. So, uh, I'm English. confused already. I just want to drink more beer. So and then we're going to do a barrel-aged, true, uh, original English IPA. We're going to age it for the amount of time that it would have taken um, to get to get to all India. the way to India. The trip. And then we're going to yeah. re-dry hop it post so you can kind of get that flavor. That's cool. I'm, okay. I'm trying to work with a brewery overseas where we can actually put barrels onto a boat. So they go through the same rock <laughs> nice. condition, just so we can make it as ridiculous as possible. You say, should can... just buy a boat, take the trip yeah, yourself. Would that, would that be a nice adventure there? Yeah. My problem is, is I would take that boat ride, just have a straw in the barrel. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It'd be Amazing. gone by the time we got there. We had there. six yeah. barrels. We made it back with one 22-ounce bottle. That's right. So, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so now you guys, Brian, I mean, you guys have made some amazing strides in just a year. You just celebrated your year anniversary we, we a couple did. weeks ago. Um, what do you take credit for that? I mean, you guys have, have really grown over the past year. Yeah, we... Um, you know, we kind of kept our head down, and we've been real quiet, just kind of plugging away. Uh, we've been working on our barrel aging program, so we're up to about 165 barrels worth of beer and wood, plus a 60-barrel fooder, which we're on our second turn-in. So we're doing a lot of wild yeast catching. We're up to 72 local wild yeasts caught around the Athens area. Those are all being stored uh, in Athens, between Athens Tech and the University of Georgia. And then we're also doing a lot of collaborative stuff with those uh, different science groups. We have the UGA chemistry department running mass spec data on all of our beers. So we're, we're learning a lot. Um, but we kind of wanted to spend the first three years of our existence doing just that, like securing barrels, really figuring out what a good house culture was going to be, and then using that to kind of blend back in. And I'm a big Lambic Belgian sour guy, um, but you can't open a brewery and start putting those beers in the market. Yeah first day so it takes a good three years uh, we're real happy with what's coming out right now we're super excited about our schedule for next year which we just started kind of honing down um, but everything's tasting fantastic so most of the stuff we've got in barrel stock is about a year to a year and three months old which is nice now brian you you know so talk about what you've done in just a year so to kind of take a step back from that you were you mentioned just briefly earlier you were in distribution mm-hmm. prior to this. I think you worked yeah. with Leon Farmer. Correct? I did. I did. They were the uh, local AB distributor out of Athens, Georgia. Yeah. So how did you make the jump? What got you into uh, opening a brewery? Huh. Yeah. So I uh, started brewing back in 1993 um, in Athens, Georgia, with a guy that was the draft specialist for Leon Farmer and Company. So he's the guy that went out and fixed all the draft lines. Really knew the nuts and bolts of beer systems and cobbled together this fantastic like homespun home brewery in his, his house on Nantahala uh, street in Athens, Georgia. I would go over there and clean bottles and do all the grunt work. Um, and then he'd give me a six pack or two at the end. And both of us thought that we were kind of going against the grain and it was something that wouldn't have been looked upon favorably. So we kind of were underground in the beginning for a good bit. Um, when he moved, I had to get my own system and that kind of got me going. Eventually, by doing some lobbying work, I met the guy uh, who I'm business partners with, Rick Goddard. He was the head lobbyist for the beer industry, so he knew everybody. And I was, at that point, in charge of bringing craft beer into Georgia. So I was really working on trying to bring, bring fantastic beers into Georgia. And he knew everybody. So if I wanted to talk to Deschutes, he would say, well, you need to talk to Gary Fish. And so then we you know, would fly out there and start talking to folks and, and try and 
woo those people into coming into Georgia. Eventually, he came up with the idea of if I crap brewed and love beer so much that we should probably work on trying to get a brewery open. So he finally taught me into it. Great. Yeah, now, um, Athens has been a really a nice destination uh, for craft beer lovers. I mean, of course, you've got Terrapin, uh, Creature Comforts, and you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you credit to that? And of course, the college town, but uh, I mean, there's got to be something more to that, right? R.A.M. That's all you credit. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. yeah. oh, that's right. That's all those shiny, happy people. Widespread panic. Um, you know, I, I got to give Terrapin all the credit early on. Um, they did so much laying the groundwork, going out there, kind of doing a lot of hard work in the streets, converting a college town, which tends to be a, a very light macro lager town. Yep. So it's a lot of natural light, a lot of... And I don't want to spend uh, too much money on anything. Yeah, yeah. Alcohol, I mean, you don't yeah. have a whole lot of money. Five-dollar so, beer bus kind of place, place, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to high-five Dustin Watts when I would see kids, <laughs> uh, not kids, people over 21, but I would see people <laughs> over course, 21. Yeah, kids. Yeah, they're kids. I'm an old guy. So, But when I would see those folks that were in college, you know, buying a six-pack of Terrapin and a 36-pack of something else. And knowing that they were going to drink Terrapin first, I was thought, this is amazing. Like, you guys are doing a good job. That was always my rule, uh, you know, when I was in college, uh, when I kind of, I worked at a microbrewery or a, a brew pub. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, whenever we went to go party, I'd always have a six-pack of Sam Adams because that was the easiest thing way back, oh, yeah. way back a long time ago oh, when I was, yeah. you know, in the 90s. But then I'd also have a case of Peels, which is horrible, oh, awful, yeah, I remember terrible peels. beer. Yeah. So you start off with the with the Sam Adams, then you finish oh, yeah. off with the Peels, and that's oh, a good yeah, night. yeah, it's a that's good right. it's a good time. So, but I got to give credit to you had folks. I mean, you got Owen Ogletree still in Athens. Oh yeah, been doing the Classic City Brew Fest for forever, and so he still works hard as oh uh, so hard at that. It's so amazing. And then you got Sachin Patel over at Five Points Bottle Shop, who brought in yep. probably some of the most amazing beers on the planet, and got those local completely um, legally, completely legally. Five, um, five Points is one of my favorite shops in the, in the state. Place. It's such Absolutely. a great shop yeah, if you haven't been so over there. Fantastic. Just yeah. such amazing stuff. We just saw uh, Craig Torres a oh, few yeah. minutes ago, and Craig has another very fine oh. shop in Georgia. We've well, got uh, some good stuff yeah, here. Yeah, we could, we could go. I mean, it's sure. in Atlanta and one in Birmingham. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, that's right. Yeah. So, but that's, the, that's kind of the neat part about being in the industry. Once you're in that network and you're starting to go around and, and Georgia's blowing up and they work so hard to change the – the beer law so that you could go over 6% and then all these beers start flooding in. And I just happened to serendipitously be in a really awesome job where someone said, Hey, this is becoming a thing. You want to go around the country and, uh, you know, try and figure this out and bring these breweries in. So it was, yeah. it was a nice experience. Awesome. Brian, uh, we're going to talk to you some more. We need to take a quick break here. So you're listening to the beer guys radio show. Check us out on beerguysradio.com. We will be right back. It's Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. 
Mark your calendars for Saturday, October 8th and Sunday, October 9th for some cool street art and cold craft beer. That's right. It's time for Chalktoberfest. Head to Historic Marietta Square and join 30,000 people, 80 artists, and sample 125 different craft beers from local brewers. VIP access is also available. You won't want to miss this amazing arts festival paired with some delicious local craft beer. That's Chalktoberfest, October 8th and 9th on Historic Marietta Square. Details and tickets at Chalktoberfest.com, and we'll see you there. Hey, this is Aaron. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We've got some really awesome things that are coming soon that will help us engage with you some more. We're not going to lie to you, though. It takes time, effort, and money to produce this show every week. So if you'd like to be part of the Beer Guys family, we would love your help. Head to patreon.com slash beerguys to become a sponsor. We're not going to beg. Okay, maybe just a little bit. But hey, we've got some great swag for those who become a sponsor, and you'll be among the first to know about the great things that are coming to the Beer Guys universe. Again, that's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash beerguys. Or you can go to beerguysradio.com and click the sponsor link. We thank you for your supports and cheers. Ahoy there, mateys. Hunting whales? We've got you covered with Tim's Whale of the Week. Yar, what do you have there for us, Tim? So I got a couple of whales uh, for us here that you need to keep an eye out for. So New Brewery, Hitton, Georgia. I've seen them on tap lists. I know that they are being tapped today at okay. some places. Burial Beer Company. Oh, yeah. Out of Asheville, North Carolina. So uh, I was just up there a couple weeks ago. That's uh, me and our production assistant, Becky, and a couple other friends went up there. We hit Burial, Wicked Weed, Funkatorium, and some other places. And tried uh, one I remember there is Griddle, which is their skillet donut scout with espresso. Yeah, And that's fantastic. Good stuff. They make some really awesome. Yeah, very yeah. good stuff from those guys. Absolutely. One of my favorites up there. Another one that's hitting the market now. Should I've seen a few pop up, and we're going to see more on draft and also bottles. I'm not sure if this is Whaley, but it's one a lot of people are looking for. Yep. Is a collaboration beer between Wicked Weed and Creature Comforts. Aaron, you want to throw a guess out there? What I that do. One is? I want to call it Juiceless. That's the one, man. So it's out there. Uh, I had that at the brewery. You grabbed a few bottles there. It's delicious. Yeah, you're very kind of, good beer. So. You're kind enough to give me one of those uh, bottles, and it's fantastic. I, I call it yeah. Tropicali on steroids. I yeah. think it's really good. So yeah. keep uh, keep an eye out. So those are the ones you want to look for this week. Definitely. Well, that's good to know. So uh, yeah, beer releases. By the way, you've got uh, some information on beerguysradio.com. So check out for that. But, that's right. Uh, you know, we'll give hey, you the full list there. Aaron. The full so. list, the full scoop, and all that good stuff. We'll have more details coming on later on in the show. But right now, we are in studio right now with Brian Roth. Brewmaster slash owner slash chief bottle washer at uh, Southern Brewing Company. That's the better title. That is so. a better title. And he slash is uh, anything that needs to be done. Wash, slash wash right. Yeah. That's right. Until, His business cards, you should see the things are huge. It's, it's so, eight yeah. pages long. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah right. Waterproof yeah. yeah, and of course, we've also got uh, Talon Nelson from Green Flash and also from... Alpine. 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 There we go. We're back there and dipping his name Nelson. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, I know it's great. Yeah. And, and and trust me, I tell everybody it, that beer yeah, was named after me. Tyler <laughs> Alpine <laughs> Nelson. Tyler, right? Yes, so, right. That's you know, back in my younger days, Alpine was my car stereo of choice. Oh yeah, that's that's too. So, yeah. yeah. My See, first, I have no idea what you're talking about. My first so. system <laughs> was an Alpine head unit with some uh, 12-inch Rockford Fosgate in the trunk and no, some punch amps pushing it. So, yeah. See, I just had this old unit, and I plugged into my iPod. Yeah. <laughs> iPod. We didn't have those back in my day. We didn't have those. Yes, to quote Sir Mix-a-Lot, the Alpine's bumping. I had a turntable in my car there, so, yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> enough of the retro digression. 80s and 90s digression. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hey, we are uh, drinking on an absolutely wonderful beer yes. from Southern, and I'm so excited that you brought this, Brian. Tell us a little bit about the, what, we're, what we're doing right now. Uh, cheers, thanks. Yeah, it was a beer that we, um, it was a collaboration I was doing with Ethan Protoss, who's trying to get a brewery open in Asheville, North Carolina, eventually. Mm-hmm. I ran into that fellow, Burnt Hickory. I love the Burnt Hickory fellas, so when I would get frustrated while I was trying to get my brewery open, I would pop around to local breweries and hang out. And I would go up and help. So I would go help Will and those guys periodically or just bring beer and talk. Um, met Ethan there. He came down with me. This is a beer that we were pushing towards kind of a Flanders Red and weren't overly happy with where it was at. Put it into some barrels, aged it a little bit longer, and then we got 90 pounds of local strawberries from the Williams Farm, which is a really cool place in Athens if you look it up on the on the web. Um, packed Packed it full of strawberries, let it sit for another two, three months, pulled it out and fell in love with it. Um, there's not a lot of it, um, and Cecil happens to be the name of the dirt that we all stand on in Georgia. So okay, is it? I've never heard that. Yeah, I'm getting educational here, man. Yeah, I've so, lived yeah. Georgia my entire life, and I've never heard see? that. No. It starts yeah. from Virginia and it goes down to Alabama. So anytime you see red dirt in the South, it, the name of that dirt is Cecil. Interesting. So we were, I just thought it was red clay. Yeah. We yeah. thought if anything's red, we're just going to name it Cecil. You know, speaking of uh, the Burnt Hickory folks, Greg Nisnik just joined us on oh, our man, Facebook Nizzy's feed. Amazing. He does the he does amazing. the sour program there for for those guys. Greg, so. yeah, we've been trading some stuff back and forth. Greg stopped by a while back when he was in town. He's a he's a awesome human being and um, doing some fantastic stuff for them. You know, about two years ago, probably two year and a half, two years ago, I was at a bottle share with Nizzy, mm-hmm. and he brought a six pack of. Uh, Bottles that had been handwritten on in that oh, that were yeah. your prototype, some of your homebrew batches oh, nice. that he brought yeah, over there. So that's the, yeah. the, coolest, so it, the yeah. coolest thing that I saw Nizzy do is that he made a keyser out of old orange amp oh, boxes. Those, have you seen those? All of his amps. Yeah. Those are so cool. I, I want to make. I, I want to have him come in and make like yeah. really cool amps for our. Uh, PA system for our live stage. For those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Greg Nisnik with Burnt Hickory does our sow pram he, he program. He also does Nizzy amps, which he takes yeah. very interesting stuff no, and turns so them cool. into amplifiers. Yeah. Plug in your guitar, your, I, your iPod. You know about I those, right? So. Yeah, turn your no, iPod into an actually out of date. Like, <laughs> yes. You've got to stream now. it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Spotify, <laughs> man. I Spotify <laughs> everything. Maybe so, yeah. a little yeah. tiny yeah. one, like a little... Single guitar, but th- this is fantastic. This yeah. this is this one now. Fantastic. Not definitely it's not Flanders. Awesome. Definitely no, not no, no, not no. Flanders. It's no, not no. Sour Much bad, lighter. The fruit but is the, awesome, the fruit is fantastic. Mm. It's complex. There's yeah. a lot of life in this. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot going on in the background. The uh, the funk, the character, all of this stuff. This is. I love these kind of beers. But I appreciate so, yeah. that, and that's what I mean. That, that kind of, it's kind of where we're going for. Like we want to be authentic. We don't want to push the boundaries and then tell people something, something that it's not. So when something doesn't work out, if it's still awesome, we're going to release it. But we're going to have that conversation and say, this is what we were going for. And there's some, and this is the path that we took it down. But yeah, really one of the staff favorites. So we have to bury that. Hide it to the back. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah now, now, cool. One of the cool things, uh, Brian, that, uh, you know, I'm doing some research about you and your company is that you really try to keep things as local as yep, possible. That yeast program that you're doing, I mean, you're getting yeast just from right around that area. Yeah. Tell us about the importance of that and uh, keeping it local. So, yeah, so we, everything that comes in the brewery, we're like leaf cutter ants. We pull it apart. We build everything. So our bar was built out of the beams that the steel shipped onto the brewery. All of our pallets get turned into tap handles. We make all of our tap handles. So anytime you see one in the market, everyone's different. They're all local wood. And then everything we do to the brewery, if we can't, 
find something in Athens, then we start going to surrounding counties. Um, but we try to do everything in Georgia as much as possible. Our wine barrels come from Frogtown Cellars up in Blue Ridge. They're a great winery, too. Oh, they're fans and awesome folks. Um, so, you know, we we don't want to just go around and talk this kind of local talk. Things kind of get hyper-local. Yeah. We, you know, we want to be good hosts locally. So we have six different farms we're working with. We bring those guys in. So our program, mm-hmm. and I, we didn't have a bottled yet, but we have this beautiful tart cucumber saison Ooh, that we work okay. with. Finch Creek Farms out of Winder. We've got the Williams Farm and a handful of other farms. We have Lawson Family Farms. For our blueberries, so there's just yeah like this cool cohesive collaboration. But I mean, really, when you're down here in the south, when you're here in Georgia, there's so much agriculture down here. Oh, it would, you'd be you'd be crazy not to take advantage of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Red Mule Grits is right next door to us, so we're looking at doing some stuff with those guys on down the road. Um, and it's neat, you know. It's it's these really cool projects. They kind of push us a little bit. We bring them in, but what we don't want to do is just say, "Hey, can we talk to you and just use you guys?" Yeah. We bring them in. They help us brew batches of beer. They help us kind of figure out the overall thing. So instead of going around and doing collaborations with other breweries around the country, I'd rather work with local farmers yeah. or local restaurants. So we do a lot of stuff with local restaurants, whether it's Brick Store or Local Republic or Catch-22 or Trapeze uh, out of Athens um, or Heirloom or Hilo. So we'll bring those guys in, brew small batches of beer. It's a great education piece, and then it also gives us a chance to um, – you know, put something cool on tap that people wouldn't otherwise try. And it might even be something that we wouldn't have thought of, which yeah. is kind of nice. And a lot of great cooks in, in Georgia. Well, yeah, you just said one of my favorites, a local Republican, Lawrenceville. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a Gwinnett resident, and yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one of the places that it's you a great go. little restaurant. It is. Yeah, it's a great. Awesome fantastic. Place. So we have a really cool series we're about to release with them. We took an IPA and put six different yeasts on it. So same batch of beer, same hops, same dry hops, six completely different yeasts, and that beer drinks different in every single bottle. I know where I'm going then. Well, yeah. They're they're expanding and they're yeah. getting a brand new yeah, place they're doing, in, yeah, they're in doing we've done, great, so You know, yeah. we've done that with our homebrew club on a smaller scale, just yeah. a, a two two split. And we did an English SO four and SO five, oh, yeah, yeah. which That's you know, amazing. standard American and in English East and you get a different beer. That's it's a amazing. Much different uh, beer. Oh, yeah. Three Taverns Night on Pots is a good example That's of that. Right. Because That's they such took a phenomenal their, example of isn't how yeast can affect the beer. Absolutely. Such a and it was an experiment that just took off for those guys, you know. So really something. Yeah, they have a night on pots, they have a night on Brussels. Yeah. Beer. Completely different Amazing. beers, almost. Amazingly yeah. Amazingly totally different. Yeah, but the only difference being the yeast, the yeast that yeah. they use there. So, want well, to throw a Tyler a bone? Like we, I kind of learned that. I met Chris White out at White Labs in San Diego at the Brewers Conference. They just built their tap room out, so they have at any given time thirty-eight different yeasts on the exact same wow. beer. So, you, as a home brewer, you walk in there and it's yeah. just White Labs is like just beautiful. a few miles from Green Flash. Yeah, it's right brewing. down the yeah. road from Green Flash. So we always go. Hang out at Green Flash, and then we go hang out uh, with Chris at Wild Labs. And of course, we use Wild Labs exclusive, exclusively for our commercial stuff when we're not using wild yeast. Awesome, Brian. We're going to take another quick break. I feel like we could do a couple shows here just <laughs> talking <laughs> this stuff, man. So, yeah, we're going to take. We're talking to Brian Roth of Athens, Georgia's uh, Southern Brewing Company. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Beer Guys Radio. We'll be right back. I'm Steve Anderson, head brewer at Red Brick Brewing Company, and you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. The Beer Guys are back right after this. 
Hey, it's Aaron. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest sponsor. It's Hopspot Beer Tours of Atlanta. Now, there's a lot of tours out there, but what makes Hopspot Beer Tours different? Well, you get exposure. There's more to Atlanta craft beer than just breweries. A Hopspot Beer Tour gives you the who, what, where, and when to craft beer right here in Atlanta and the state. Education. Whether you're a native, a transplant, or a visitor, you'll always learn something new. And connection. Hopspot connects you to guests, local breweries, and businesses to create those lasting relationships. We invite you to check out what makes Hopspot different. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at HopspotATL, and of course, visit HopspotBeerTours.com. Use promo code BEERGUYS10 and receive 10% off your order. Hopspot Beer Tours. Hop on, get connected. That's HopspotBeerTours.com. Hey, it's Aaron, and you're a fan of craft beer, right? And you want to know more about what's going on in the craft beer scene in Georgia? Thanks to the hard work from my co-host, Tim, we are giving you the lowdown on the craft beer scene every week right in your inbox. Go to BeerGuysRadio.com and sign up for This Week in Georgia Beer right at the top. We won't spam you, promise, or sell your name. Just good beer info every week. Plus, you can win great prizes from us. This Week in Georgia Beer, sign up today. BeerGuysRadio.com. Mark your calendars for Saturday, October 8th and Sunday, October 9th for some cool street art and cold craft beer. That's right. It's time for Chalktoberfest. Head to Historic Marietta Square and join 30,000 people, 80 artists, and sample 125 different craft beers from local brewers. VIP access is also available. You won't want to miss this amazing arts festival paired with some delicious local craft beer. That's Chalktoberfest, October 8th and 9th on Historic Marietta Square. Details and tickets at Chalktoberfest.com, and we'll see you there. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Want some advice? Well, yeah. Well, here's all you need to know. Classes, nothing before 11. Beer, it's your best friend. You drink a lot of it. Women, you're freshmen, so it's pretty much out of the question. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. <laughs> and it's the Beer Guys Radio Show. Last segment, we are getting funky with Southern Brewing Company. Oh, and really enjoying things. Uh, excellent. Uh, fourth segment's always kind of tough for us, especially when we've... For uh, you. For me, because you, I'm a mess. Because you're a lush, Aaron. <laughs> exactly, so. exactly. I but say that right as we're getting ready to break into a couple of Imperial Stouts. Yeah, yeah. So, 30% yeah. are going to get me every time. So, yeah, so we're here with Brian Roth from uh, Southern Brewing Company. We just cracked open a beer. What did, what did we get uh, here? Uh, we opened the Piedmont, Piedmont Special. special. Yeah, yeah, why don't you tell us about that one, Brian? So we, we started a uh, Woodpile Society, so it's kind of our secret barrel society. We've got... Ten bottles are re- releasing through that society, and this was the first release. It's actually just come out last weekend. It's our porter aged in red wine barrels from Frogtown Cellars um, for a pretty long period of time, and then we threw raspberries on top of that, aged it again, mm. um, and we're really happy with the results. You know, there are a few yeah. things that we'd kind of tweak in it. Um, it should be. It's delicious. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> but And we thought it was a good way to kind of lead with that program, and I've been in a lot of programs and, and talked to a lot of people in programs, and we wanted to take all the awesomeness from all these other systems and, and things that are established and kind of bring it to Georgia. And that's kind of our theme overall is I want to take all these beers I tried in Europe and around America because I was lucky enough to travel um, and let you have them. Like, you know, right. you don't often get to drink a fantastic Kolsch yeah. unless you go to Cologne, Germany. You don't often get to drink a really good, fresh West Coast IPA. Um, unless unless you get green flashes. Which I spent a lot of time at. So, yeah. And I've, I love green flashes. one of my favorite breweries. But I wanted people to get that. Like, I just got off the plane. This literally came out of the bright tank. It's the freshest IPA I've ever had in my life. And that's amazing. That's an amazing experience. 
So we want to bring that to kind of people in the tap room. When you were telling us about this beer a little earlier, I missed the wine barrel. Yeah. So I was expecting a porter with raspberries. I'm like, okay, something's yeah. off in this. You definitely there's, taste so, oak in there, though. Yeah, so, yeah, so oak, like there's, the there's a taste there. the wininess, yeah. the red wine. This we had a is nice. nice so. Yeah, we had a nice little red winey quality in there. And, and yeah. a good little acidity acidity developing into that beer. Um, so that's where we're really dialing in that house culture. We're, we're doing a lot of blending, a lot. And we're doing a lot of um, genetics testing on other people's yeast so we don't make any bones about it if we love your yeast we propagate it back up again we run genetics on it we kind of see what you're doing so we have a lot of breweries that we've fallen in love with like side project and fontaflora and other folks and um we kind of take a look under their hood allagash is one of my favorite breweries on the yeah. planet they do how could it yeah. and and we look at their yeast and then we you know propagate it back up we blend it with other cultures we see if we can push things in different directions um no, when you say look at, stuff. you're saying you're you're getting some of their yeast. Yeah, and we, yeah, we do a literally taking a look yeah. at it, putting it under a microscope, seeing and run genetics on it. Like okay. I send it to a genetics lab, and they tell me this is the exact yeast. This is some serious beer geek yeah. beer we're They're drinking here. Yeast exactly. Exactly. If I may, my personal one of my my favorite story. I mean, I've known Brian for a few years now and stuff, but I've I've been to Southern Brewing Company one time, and um, <laughs> the most impressive thing about their brewery is you can go to breweries probably five, ten times their size and not find a lab. As big as the one, oh, yeah, Southern Brewing Company. Thank you. And, and the one, and, and it's such a point of pride for y'all that it it's is. just like so. It. Not enough breweries are doing that, in my opinion. Are, are focusing on the lab element of uh, mm-hmm. and, and culture, especially of, the younger ones, like them correct, being. Because exactly you had the lab right, right. from the get go, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we yeah. had a lab at the. It's the, the focal point of their brewery. Almost. Yes, I mean, like right. it, it, corner, I don't mean to speak yeah. for you, Brian, but like that's if that's. Yeah, but that's I, and I appreciate. Of, no, that's a good point. And what I did was I went around the country and I started noticing, oh, this brewery has a lab, and their beer is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then I would start talking to those guys, and they were running taste panels and doing all kinds of other stuff. And it was kind of a mature way to look at that brewing process. Yeah, and it all goes back to what what you want to do was local. I mean, you could just get that yeah. yeast right there, go to the lab, cultivate yeah. it, see what's going on, and go and yeah, go we just from got stuff wild. that's right there. So yeah. we off our second runnings on our pumpkin beer, which we got our. Pumpkin beers out of um, our pumpkins from Ella J from Burt's Farm. Um, so we took three giant pumpkins, put them in our batch today, and then we caught lacto and PDO off the skins. We put those into the second runnings. We're going to release a, a uh, kind of a farmhouse session saison called Le Petit Grand uh, Bumpkin, which will be amazing. <laughs> Great <laughs> little, name, too, man. Yeah, so absolutely. And we just came up with We were like, hey, we got enough uh, work that we can run this really fantastic side beer. So that'll be kind of our side project for this month when we release it. We fermented in pumpkins last year, and we've got uh, probably 10 gallons on seven different Brett strains from last year's. So I remember you telling me that you actually like fermented the beer inside in pumpkin. of yeah. the, pump- the pumpkin. So tomorrow exactly. we're going to yeah. ferment in the pumpkin. So we're going to push that back over, which will be How awesome, awesome is that? Crazy <laughs> that's, crazy that's, my, that's my good idea of the great pumpkin, Charlie yeah. Brown. That's yeah. perfect. The better yeah. pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. The better. Yeah. So, <laughs> and Brian, you, you and I have talked. We talked some about our homebrew club uh, yeah. kind of capturing some oh, yeast yeah. and different yeah, things. Yeah, that's amazing. And and just that, so you're you're not. I mean, your your keep it local collaboration, all that doesn't mm-hmm. just extend to other breweries or other farmers, other businesses. Oh, You've yeah. had several home brewers come oh, in yeah. and brew batches with yeah, you. Yeah, we correct? have an open door policy, so we have a cool program called Brew Libre Luchador, where anyone can come in and brew on our pilot system. We put those beers together in a head to head match, like an old WWE nice, WWE, right? uh, yeah. fight, and then it's uh, two groups of eight. The winner of both of those flights compete to be the overall brew champion. You can be professional, not professional. You can walk in and just say, I like IPAs, and we'll help you put together one. We don't build the recipe without your consent. So we say, well, do you like grapefruit, tangerine? Like, what's your overall thing? And well, then, 
I tell you that's that's a great that's a great resource for someone who maybe is a college student at UGA or Athens Tech right. that would like to get into that information that you could go ahead and kind of work with a professional brewer to go ahead and get in that business. Well, and a lot of yeah. other small brewers. So we've got uh, Big Creek, uh, we've got Good Word, who's you know those, yeah. those guys are doing some fantastic stuff. So we have a lot of those guys coming in and brewing small batches. And, and these are both breweries that are in in the planning stages in, in Georgia planning. that yeah. they're getting yeah. they're yeah, doing yeah. collaboration bat- batches with breweries like you and kind of getting I, I their felt name so out blessed and stuff. To so. Travel the country and get people to talk to me and give me all their information. It's such a great. Uh, it's crazy. Like you can't even you can't name another industry that's anything like it. No, it's very um, unique in that way. So I want. I want to bring that same thing. So if you walk in and you're serious about doing a brewery, then we're serious about trying to give you as much information as we can. That's awesome That's stuff. awesome. Brian Roth, thank you so much for joining Cheers, us Thank today. you guys so much. Thank you for what you guys do for the whole industry. Like, no, I we really appreciate it, man. We it's, love it. You know what? Just as long as you guys keep bringing good beer to us, <laughs> we'll keep doing uh, it. I'll we'll keep you the beer as long as <laughs> we're right, talking man. about it. Sounds good. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Hey, uh, Tim, we got a giveaway to give away. We do have a giveaway to give away, and our winner this week, Aaron, is Tommy Warren. Nice. Tommy Congratulations. Uh, drop us an email to beerguys at beerguysradio.com, and uh, we'll send you out a swag pack. We'll send you some goodies. So just yeah, drop us a line. So I got a little story about this week's giveaway. Okay. So I use a random number generator to choose the number on our list there. Yeah. And to who, the random number this week was 666. So They're, they're trying Tommy, to tell us something, that's I think. That was your number on our <laughs> list this week. You're the winner. So uh, claim up. I'm a little scared to send you the package, but I hope you enjoy it. Exactly. So, yeah. It'll be the mark on there. So anyway, hey. <laughs> Got a couple more minutes left. Let's go ahead and check out the hot list. Time for the hot list. The beer guys have the scoop on what you need to know for next week. That's hot. Oh, hey, we uh, we got some more time here on the show. So uh, what's going on here, uh, Tim? So we've got uh, this week in Georgia. We have uh, today. You still got a little time to make a couple good events. We have the uh, Porter's 8th anniversary. You're going to be a little late if you're getting there now. They started this uh, when doors open there. People lined up before. So. Uh, but go over there. I'm sure they'll still have some good stuff on. They always have some good stuff on there. There so, you go. Uh, Alpharetta, Jekyll celebrating their anniversary party. Excellent. And there is a chicken picking at Wild Heaven. All right. So check it out. Uh, next Friday, we've got the uh, Beriotic Table Lecture at the Tellus Science Museum way up in Cartersville, and that's with Reformation Brewery. Okay. So check that out. Next Saturday, we have Oktoberfest at Torch Top and Scofflaw's official brewery opening here. They've, so, they've, been, they've been kind of teasing it for about a month or so, and now they're finally open. That's good. Yeah, so good stuff there. So stay tuned for more information on that. And next Sunday, Southern Brewing Company releases their single barrel bourbon barrel stout. That right? sounds like a plan so, to me. So, that's, so check that out. So that's, uh, that's the next week's events uh, hot list here in Georgia. Yeah, here in Alabama or over in Alabama, we've got uh, some uh, awesome things going on, too. Of course, we've been talking about Green Bus Brewing. You talked to them earlier in the show. They've got a soft open, so they're off and on all week. You may want to check in with them to see if uh, they're open or actually uh, closed. So, again, check in with them. They're not the only brewery that's uh, currently opening in Alabama. Red Hills, Saturday at 5 p.m., so today at 5 p.m., they're opening, and that's just in the suburb of Birmingham. So if you're in that area, they've got a grand opening there. So congratulations, not one but two breweries in Alabama that is uh, opening. And then they've also got, uh, in Huntsville, one-year anniversary of Liquor Express. That's going to go on all week long. They've got giveaways. They've got stuff going on, uh, some cool things going there. I've had so. several people tell me we should check that out, that Liquor that's Express cool. is impressive. Yeah, I've heard that that's, that's one, one, of the coolest, great place. one of the coolest stores in the southeast. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so congratulations again to Liquor Express in Huntsville. Go check them out. Uh, they got stuff going on all week long. And uh, finally, third beer anniversary for Rocket Republic. So they brewed their uh, beer birthday three years ago today, and that's going on all day today, Saturday, and into Sunday as well. So uh, lots of anniversaries going on, lots of cool stuff, and uh, that is always good.
Now, Tim, you've talked about the Georgia beer events and those types of things. If someone wants to maybe get into that action, what should they do? You know, let me tell you what they should do, Aaron. They should go to beerguysradio.com and sign up for This Week in Georgia Beer. Every Friday morning, we'll send you an email that'll give you this week's events, some tidbits of news. We'll let you know the bottle releases coming up for the week. So we're going to let you know everything that's going on throughout the week in Georgia Beer. And you'll be entered to win a swag pack that we give away each week. That sounds like a plan, and uh, we are going to uh, go ahead and take a break. It is time for, well, us to end the show. This is the end of it, man. We're done. <laughs> that is exactly it. So We're going to go ahead and end it. We going for a fifth segment, Aaron? Now, we'll be a little bit later on. BeerGuysRadio.com <laughs> will be our website. Go check that out. We've got Wild Heaven and Cigar City next week. Right? That's going to be a fun one. Collaboration so. happening, man. Absolutely. And we'll be there. Enjoy that, and always drink local. We're the Beer Guys Radio Show. We'll see you next week. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because... Only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Dukes is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Dukes. It's got twang.